Good morning for Thursday, May 21st, 2015. Audible presents the New York Times Audio Digest. Here's what's making news on the front page. ISIS seizes Syrian city and its ruins. Rate rigging makes felons of top banks. And U.S. rushing rockets to Iraq as a first step. In today's national headlines, opt-out is anti-test rallying cry in New York. Management of Western Bird is the focus of a house clash. And severe mental illness drops among the young. In today's business headlines, threat to Export-Import Bank imperils project. Sheriff of Wall Street is taking off his badge. And Target, posting quarterly profit, hopes for calmer seas. There will be more business stories, more national and world news, a roundup from the sports page, and New York Times columnist Gail Collins. Now, as selected by the editors of the New York Times, here are the top stories on today's front page. The first story is written from Beirut. ISIS seizes Syrian city and its ruins. Anne Barnard and Huayda Sa'ad have the story. Islamic State militants swept into the historic desert city of Palmyra in central Syria on Wednesday and by evening were in control of it, residents and Syrian state news media said, a victory that gives them another strategically important prize five days after the group seized the Iraqi city of Ramadi. Palmyra has extra resonance as home to some of the world's most magnificent remnants of antiquity as well as the modern landmark of Tadmur Prison where Syrian dissidents have languished over the decades. But for the fighters on the ground, the city of 50,000 people is significant because it sits among gas fields and astride a network of roads across the country's central desert. As they have swept across Syria and Iraq, Islamic State fighters have destroyed or damaged numerous ancient sites and sculptures, condemning them as idolatry in slickly produced recruiting films, even as they pillage and sell off more portable items to finance their activities. That has raised fears both locally and internationally that Palmyra, a United Nations World Heritage Site, could be irrevocably damaged. Aside from the threat of destruction, Palmyra's vast unexcavated antiquities could also provide significant revenue through illegal trafficking. The fighting is putting at risk one of the most significant sites in the Middle East, Irina Bakova, Director General of UNESCO, said in a statement on Wednesday. As the city's defenses crumbled, residents described panicked scenes of soldiers and the police fleeing, wounded civilians unable to reach hospitals, and museum workers hurrying to pack up antiquities. The loss of Palmyra, just as the United States is scrambling to come up with a response to the loss of Ramadi, the capital of Iraq's Anbar province, is sure to renew doubt about the Obama administration's plans to defeat the Islamic State, also known as ISIS or ISIL. The two successes at opposite ends of a battlefield sprawling across two countries show the extremist group's ability to shake off setbacks and advance on multiple fronts, less than two months after it was driven from the Iraqi city of Tikrit, erasing any notion that the group had suffered a game-changing blow there. In Iraq, the fall of Ramadi has left the United States military in the uncomfortable position of supporting an attempt to reclaim the city in Iraq's Sunni heartland with the help of Iranian-backed Shiite militias 
whose participation there Washington had previously opposed. In Syria, a new awkwardness arises. Any airstrikes against Islamic State militants in and around Palmyra would probably benefit the forces of President Bashar al-Assad. So far, United States-led airstrikes in Syria have largely focused on areas far outside government control to avoid the perception of aiding a leader whose ouster President Obama has called for.